You hear that? That's the sound of the Mind Pump Studio on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, while Sal, Adam, and Justin are out fooling around, I'm in here slaving away. But for good cause, because we have men's Mind Pump Teas and Tanks on sale for only three days. Time is of the essence. Go to mindpumpradio.com, click the big black button at the top of the page, and order your teas and tanks now. All right, guys. So uh, this is a commercial, okay? <laughs> this is a commercial. You're so honest. This is, this is a commercial to sell our occlusion training guide. But uh, a lot of people don't know what that is. It's, it's also known as blood flow restriction. Um, to give you an idea what that's like, it's kind of like a cock pump for your muscles. Yes. So this is what Tell me more And it's a guide on how to use that So obviously you would not buy a cock pump Put it on your cock And start pumping away Without a guide on how to do that No, this, no, 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 no That's this, your twig and berries Exactly This same thing applies With the occlusion training guide You don't want to just start Tying off limbs And going on on your own Not knowing what you're doing so By this, the way, we're not selling you a pump You you, you just use knee wraps to do this But yeah. the but the, the science behind it is the same Yeah, that's what's great You don't, yeah. have, to get, you don't have to go through <laughs> right. a, a penis pump would only cost you Like 120 bucks The, the guide is How much is the guy going to be, Doug? for this guide. For muscle erections. Exactly. It's it's like a penis pump. It's like a penis pump for your guys' muscles, but it's a guide for that, and all you need is some wrists or some straps. And what what color are we going to do the button? Let's do a color that is... I, I, that does not test well marketing wise. I don't give a fuck if if orange or yellow. I want a big flesh colored one. Flesh color. <laughs> I want to. I want to. Can we do is that? A, possible, Doug. Blue. Blue. Uh, let's do blue. Let's, all right. Let's do blue for blue, blue. balls. Yeah. For blue, blue balls. For, blue for oh. blue balls. Yes. Click on the blue button. Mindpumpradio.com. Real quick. Occlusion is a type of training that maximizes sarcoplasmic hypertrophy and muscle fiber hypertrophy. It's one of the newest, most cutting edge forms of training. It's extremely effective. I have personally gained um, size on my calves, which is a notorious area. Doesn't want to grow. Adam's tiny ass calves are now less tiny as a result of using the of using occlusion. If you do it wrong, you fuck yourself up. Get the guy. You guide, need a guide. Learn how to do it right. Do it. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You guys can find me on Periscope at We Love to Hate Adam, where I smoke weed at the end of the night and I talk about shit that I shouldn't talk about. Do you really do that? I do. You Periscope after com. your blaze? Oh, bro, I did. You know it's great too because I did it the other day. <laughs> I got, I got, I got lit. And my girl recorded me, and she's like, I had a, I had a, I had a frustrating day, and she, so I went on this tangent about leadership, and I'm, and the, my tangent was like, I fucking hate people that are in leadership roles with no leadership skills. Just because you have a fucking M next to your name does not classify you. Just because you're a manager does not make you a leader. And so I went on this whole rant about fucking <laughs> poor leadership and stuff. <laughs> uh, I watched that one. Did you, yeah. did you did you watch all the way through? Did you like, oh, oh wait, 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 or did you go, I fucking heard this a million times. Yeah. <laughs> no, I heard that oh, one. You, you mean you actually periscoped that? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I periscoped the whole thing blazed and everything. My girl, my girl recorded it. She's like, so this I was is- trying to find Joey Diaz. That's, you know, that comedian? Like, yeah, he, yeah. he's- Dude, he does like it's like eight o'clock in the morning. I think I just started watching. He does this periscope and he does like the, the funniest fucking motivational. Like as he's smoking a joint, you know, he just kind of throws it out there. Oh, it's hilarious! You I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing it because it's like fuck it, whatever. It's my periscope. I can do whatever I want. I can be totally immature. Did you guys see? Did you guys see that? She uh, what's his name? Shia Labouf, Laboeuf, or whatever. It's Shia, just- Shia Labouf. <laughs> it's- I don't know. Yeah, it's like me saying memes. You make him sound like Shia LaQueef. Hey, did you did you see did you see his little motivational video he made? No, he's like just do it, fucking do it. It's like all he said the whole time. He's like getting all crazy. Did you watch? Did you guys watch the one that was on our forum? Our forum is so insane right now, dude. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, let's killing it. Let's talk about our forum for a second. So we we've got we've got the private. We got we got we're recording right, Doug. Yeah, let's put this on. So we've got a private forum. If you enroll in our bundle package, which includes all the programs that we offer, you get access. Right now, it's for free, but it's, it's, it can't be free. It's not going to be free. It's not going to be free. No, because it's going to become a full time job. We're going to start crazy charging to stay up for. Um, but we got people on there, and it's insane. Like people are trading 
like fitness tips. We got trainers on there. We have beginners Reci- on recipes there. Recipes before and recipes. after pictures are now going up. I oh, mean, it's yeah. just. I'm on there all the time because I freaking love it. People are doing jokes, talking with each other. People are hooking up yeah. and saying, hey, let's meet up and go Dude, work out. who knew so many hilarious people follow us? Ho- I was obviously. like, what? Yeah. How yeah. dare you? Wait, it's, it, you know, it is great though how we, you know, uh, people alike, right? You know, you buy from people that you already like and you naturally just gravitate towards that. So it's, it, to me, it. It's just a, a, an example. So of they're that. all. Like, that's why they're cool. They are pretty cool. <laughs> they are pretty. They are pretty cool. They're definitely. Uh, but it, it is. It's gotten so out of control that I like. I'll fuck. I work for like four or five hours, and then I get back on it. And I'm like, it's like seventy fucking. Uh, oh yeah, uh, my girl gets all, my girl gets all mad at me. And she's like, "Are you gonna put that down?" I'm like, "Fuck, babe, I'm trying to catch up. I haven't been on here for four hours." And it's or, no, I don't tell her. I haven't, I haven't been on this. She's like, "Why don't you get on that before I get home from work so we can spend time together?" And I'm like, "I've already been on it three times today." Yeah. I'm like, you go away from it for like 15 minutes and it's got this huge threat. So you, I don't think you guys saw this. Somebody posted, um, God, what was it? Uh, it was, I wish I remember who it was. So I, my bad for not giving you a shout. Um, it was a, a lady. I, I, I think it was a girl who posted this. Maybe you guys remember. It was a trainer who went on like a 12 minute rant about fat people. Jesse. Oh yeah, I don't know who posted it. That yeah, dude. Yeah, that yeah. dude. That that video. Of that dude it? going on a rant. Yeah. I I haven't seen it yet. Oh. So he he goes on this rant for like twelve minutes about uh you know just you know obesity and being fat and being disgusted and people like that and being like you know what I'm so tired of people sugarcoating it and you know giving it you know being giving people excuses for why they're this way or all this blah 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 and he's like you know I get it you have a thyroid condition I get it you have all stuff like that you still make all these fucking poor and he just goes on for like 12 minutes mm-hmm. it's pretty cool uh, it's a little over the top he used the F word more than I do which is that's kind of rare that's a fun. lot yeah no it is a lot yeah. like you know, at that point, um, I think I already abuse it too much. Um, you know, my but, favorite. You know, what my favorite thing on the forum is um, two things. Number one, the before and afters people are posting. Yes, I love that. Motivates the shit and out of me, dude. By it. the way, by the way, I'm not just saying this because it's, it's our programs, but um, the feedback we're getting oh, is yeah. actually blowing me away a little bit because the the, yeah. the craziest feedback is coming from people who are experienced. You know, people who've been working out for a long time. That's why it's awesome. Yeah, because these people, you don't expect them to, to really change much because they were already fanatics. And all of a sudden, they're saying, oh, this changed my life. I've ch- completely changed the way I eat or I completely changed the way I work out. So there's that. And then the second part, which I love, is that we've got this dedicated group of people. Um, you know, these this is our these are the people that we're most loyal to because mm-hmm. um, we're talking to them on a constant basis. They were the it's first the ones. They were the first ones to trust us with, with you know, investing in us and, and buying our programs and listening. And we want to pay them back. So what we do also on the forum is we test ideas on them. So I might say to them, hey, guys, I'm testing out this new idea on, you know, this new uh, concept on muscle adaptation. You know, I've been trying it out. This is what I found. And then getting feedback. And soon what we're going to do is we're going to start testing these ideas out because it's always smart to test it on a group Mm -hmm. before you really put things out there. (laughs) And they get to see they get to see things first they get the cutting edge which is really cool i can't help but this looks like sal dr sal over here and his lab rats right <laughs> this is a great idea this is what, hey, we're, gonna, this is what we're gonna do you guys we're gonna guys, feed you all this shit make you do this all this supplement and if 90 percent of you survive and live it's yeah. probably a good idea we you, know can t- <laughs> you do cardio you don't do cardio we're gonna feed you all this shit this is what yeah. you're gonna get hey how uh, come when you guys i'll do, tell you how come you guys do my voice you make it sound nerdy <laughs> I, it's just, it just naturally, naturally yeah, it yep, just happens see, bro just oh, nat- uh, oh, yeah <laughs> just I'll tell you my favorite part of the uh, uh, forum is the ladywood oh can the lady. I just say that that's my favorite they word said ever. yes it's, they started I don't know how this trend yeah. started but they started it was saying, Allie was it Allie that said it first I, I think um uh, one, probably, one of the ladies, one of our mind pump ladies. Yeah. And they Hilarious. said that mind pump gives me ladywood. And yeah, then they started hashtagging it. And so that's a thing, everybody. Start hashtagging it, you know. Well, it, you know, not not just to be no, myself. great. Just to be myself, uh, when a woman is aroused, the uh, clitoris does become <laughs> erect like the penis would. <laughs> so it. they do get a ladywood. We don't want to think of it like that. It's, it's just much a, smaller. It's a cool yeah, word. Okay. I, you know, the, the other thing, I didn't, get, I didn't get a chance <laughs> to do seat. this on, uh, I didn't get a chance to do this on the forum. I did do this on my personal Periscope and brought it up and people loved it. So I should post it on the forum. Um, I've been getting so many people that want us to go after shreds 
And still? Yes, yeah, still. Who? So, I, I yeah, mean. Right? So this is what I said. I said, listen, you guys, we've already beat them up. We beat CrossFit up enough. Uh, but if you guys, because there's such a large amount of you guys, and this is me talking to all our listeners right now too, if you guys really want to see us get after Arvin or Joey Swole or Devin Physique, or, uh, Physique and, or, and or interview one of their main athletes, well, go get on their page and post. Tell them to, tell post them to come do an interview with flood, us. Flood their page with tagging Mind Pump like yeah. crazy. Tag Thanks. the shit out of us on, on there and tell Thank them. Thank you for the bro science, Mind Pump. Yeah, right? Yeah. Or tell them, hey, you guys should go interview with Mind Pump, Mind Pump, Mind Pump, Mind Pump. And you guys tag the hell of us. And then maybe they'll be so annoyed by all the Mind Pump tags that they'll finally have to look into us and maybe they'll come our way. So... And if not, then they look like a bunch of pussies. So either way, yeah. it's a win-win for us. You know what? You know what's uh, yes. what's crazy? I don't, who was it that said this um, on the forum? Oh, what was her name? As Isaiah? As, I, don't, uh, I don't remember. That's amazing. Isa. 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 amazing. She said that she heard about mind oh, pump yes. on CrossFit on a CrossFit podcast. Yeah. yeah. I guess they were saying how much they liked Love our that. show. And I'm like, they must have missed that episode. <laughs> we talked shit about that. You know what, though? I actually, uh, uh, I actually, I don't know. Maybe they thought of it as like, yeah, like it was. I, ironically, I listened to that episode. What's the word I'm looking for? It, It'll I, come to me. I, I felt like, I, so I listened to that episode not too or long on ago. Me. And, you know, uh, the only way I think you're really offended is if maybe if you're a CrossFit owner and you're trying to promote your business and get more members or what that maybe those, but for even like a lot of CrossFit people that I know that listen to it, they're like, you know, I felt like you guys took a very, uh, it's constructive criticism. That's, it, that's it was, what I was looking and, for. And, you know, and we did, we kind of roasted a little bit, but I felt like, you know, one, we gave them kudos and all the things that they did, they, they did great. Right. You know, like, uh, I, I think there's just some things that we we disagree with and we point that out, but it doesn't mean that as a whole that we think it's a, a shitty yeah, thing. Nah. And, and I'm like, we don't, and I think, like, let's be clear, we don't hate them. We no, don't hate no, it. No, 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 no. We, um, we're just pointing out some of the stuff that we feel like we need to point out so that people don't. Um, we're trying to educate the public. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Yeah. A, and, and, we, and I feel and like know we, that, yeah, like, I don't know. I just don't like it when something gets really big and people don't understand it fully. And the, especially like we keep, I don't know, I feel like a broken record, but basically like what I, what irritates me the most are that they're not addressing problems that are very clear to professionals yeah. in yeah. the industry that see it. And, uh, that irritates me to no end. And so yeah. I feel like, you know, like we need, like you need to be checked. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there, you you said it, you said it the other day when you know you kind of refer to them being so big that they just kind of mow over it. You know, they, they've turned into that like that that like that huge company who you know they're not afraid of you know some small guy pointing out what they're doing wrong or cheating the system or that because they just know they can sue the shit out of you and you bury you in lawyers and fees and shit that you cannot handle. So they've turned into right. that. Right, the Scientology like, of fitness. Yeah, yeah there it is. Ooh. Ooh. <gasps> little burden there oh, hey what is aren't we supposed to be doing something right oh now? yeah felt like- q and a all right, let's, let's move into Jeez. some questions. We really got to stop we're these. Gonna, we're gonna, stop these. We're going to throw that in this episode. Do we have time? So we're we're, yeah. the, we're the we're the driver that needs to go down the road to the grocery store, and we drive. Do we miss like five road. lefts? You know how often already. I do that. Huh? You know how often? Well, we I just, know we were all just driving together the other day because it, I can't keep, drive in a car with just me and you. You yeah, know that, right? Oh yeah, just both of us. We're gonna end up in Mexico many times. Him and I. Have been, well, we were all together on the way to that party the other day, and I remember we were, we had to keep Katrina on me to make sure she was telling me well, where I needed to go. Well, you can't count on me. Yeah, yeah, I know you're. Oh, I know. I have a sense of direction of a fucking, I don't know, broken Dude, our compass. brains are elsewhere, bro. Uh, dude, ironically, though, I, I used to pride myself on that ability of, like, knowing all the streets and backways and shortcuts and all this stuff like that, get anywhere. But I really blame all that shit on fucking technology. Because as soon as, like, as soon as all the Navi, dude, I had all the cool Navis as soon as they first came out. So I had all the Tom Toms and shit when they first came. And I just became so dependent on that, that like, well, it's like remembering phone numbers. Can you tell me, can you tell me my phone number right now? No, I know one phone number. It's my girls. And it's only because she uh-huh. told me we've been together for three years and you still can't tell me my cell phone number. <laughs> what if you're stranded somewhere and we need to, you need to call <clears> me <throat> this or that. I'm like, Oh shit. Boy. I don't know my home number. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what my home number is. You don't even know your home I don't number. know what my home number is. I swear to God. That's a I know my wife's cell number. If I don't know my home number. I only know. I know yeah. I know my, I know my girls. I do know now. My and I know girls. my parents' phone number because I had to know that when I was a kid. Yeah. And I know, I, I know, know I used to remember, yeah, memorize everybody's. Oh, so I used to be, that's the other thing. I used to be and great. You just don't do it anymore. And I know, I still know my, 
my. We're not getting to the Q and A, Doug. Doug is tr- Doug's trying to point to the board right now and tell us that we're doing okay. We're yeah. like, fuck that. We're still talking. Yeah. Doug, you don't you don't have to, you don't have to play charades. You can get just because you're, <laughs> you're the producer, Doug. You can mean. get on the mic and bust our chops <laughs> a little bit. It's okay, yeah, right, right. All right, all right, all right. I'm done talking. All right, let's get on the Q and A. Q and A. Let's start. So anyway, let me tell you guys what happened yesterday. Chit chat. All right, so this is from Lisa underscore Tiak. T-E-I-C-H. I don't think it's pronounced like that. I don't, I don't think it's that way either. All right. Anyway. That was, that was a harsh. Uh, so that. what are some things that we've learned on the on uh on the job? On the job as trainers that we didn't get from our certification, not sales related. Because no, obviously we, out of the first first place we'll go is we'd learn you know about sales. Yeah. But yeah. what are some things we learned as trainers that we never got from, you know, educating ourselves through our certifications? I'll tell you one. And this, I believe this hmm. kind of piggybacks off of something I mentioned last week. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> one of the things I, I prided myself on that I thought was very unique and different than a lot of trainers was early on when I was new and just getting my certifications just starting and I was just a young pup and I knew I wasn't the best trainer. And I and I knew I was surrounded by all these ever, other trainers around me who are a lot more experienced and some of them more educated and I would put my pride and my ego aside and I would learn from all of them. And, you know, I, that sounds so simple and basic, but hey, tell you what, trainers have this ability to get, and especially when you start to get good. So that doesn't stop just because you learn. Maybe I, even when I became the best trainer, revenue-wise, success-wise, client schedule-wise, when I became the top guy, because it wasn't very long till I was, I'd never stopped that. Still to this day, you I learn from other trainers and still techniques. That's and, applied knowledge. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's so much different. It is, and uh, I mean it, everything makes sense to you when you read it in a book, and and you hope that it all kind of works out that way. But like, it, I mean just just going through client after client after client, you see so many different variables. You see so many different things. Yeah, you can't People, replace experience. You just like have to see it, and you got to work your way through. Each you got to troubleshoot your way through all kinds of stuff you didn't even think about, you know, as you're reading your your certification textbook. One thing that I wanted to 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 bring up was the, the fact that I had to get a lot better at small talk. <laughs> right? Yeah, because in between sets, you're like, God, mm-hmm. you just you got to be like, hey, super energetic and and talking about like pop culture and what you got to make it enjoyable. God, what a great point coming from you right there. What a great perspective that is yeah. from him. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. something I feel like naturally I wouldn't even think about that for yeah. me because I had to shut up like Sal. But that's cool because that's great to hear you say that. That I wouldn't even have thought that, bro. Yeah, it's well, such, it, it's such a great point though. It. I mean, it's something I had to work. I mean. I was a bartender for a while and like a a server and stuff. And so I had a little bit of that, but it was just like, oh my, it it was overwhelming because I wanted to be a really good trainer, you know, and I wanted to to cram them with all this knowledge and uh, wow them with (laughs) (laughs) terms and, uh, you know, make sure that they knew I had a lot of value that I was bringing in. And and really it amounted to, dude, I have to be like uh, a fun guy. Well, the first, one of the first, exact, and that one of the first things I, I learned, it was kind of close to that. Uh, small talk was not hard for me, um, but one thing that I, I kind of learned was that in the beginning, this person's paying to see me. First of all, this person doesn't like to work out. Uh, and one thing I learned right away was that the only people that really like to work out are people who work in gyms. Nobody really loves to work out like people who work in gyms. It's true. I mean, I love working out. Um, and so I work in the fitness industry. So these people come in, they pay me to train them. They don't like to work out. They need help working out. But over time, they come to see me. And so it's got to be enjoyable for them. And what does that mean? Does that mean I make my workouts easy? No, it means I make, I always provide them with an enjoyable experience. They're showing up. They might have a shitty day, but they're going to come in. They're going to have a great time with me. And so that was something that I learned right away is I'm going to make this a fucking good time with the client, whatever that means, you know, at that particular moment for that particular client. Um, and what ends up happening is they end up paying because they know that they're going to come in and have a great time. And oh, by the way, I get to work out. Also, mm-hmm. I get this kind of side effect, you know, of working out. There's that. That's number one. But the thing I want to touch on with Adam, what Adam was saying about learning from other trainers, that never stops. Mm-hmm. I learned a shitload recently. Um, let's see. I haven't worked with this individual now for three or four years. 
But she was a physical therapist that uh, worked in my gym. She rented space for me and she trained her clients. Now, she had very little personal training experience, but she had lots of physical therapy experience. And I learned correctional exercise from her like a motherfucker. Like, and I didn't even, I didn't ask her. Yeah, you it, just were watching. I just watched yeah. and learned. And I learned, I mean, uh, pretty much any uh, rather common issue that someone might have from different types of shoulder pain and knee pain to hip pain, ankle pain to back pain, I can now assess on a completely different level just because I watched and listened to her. And you know what that requires? That requires that you check your ego um, at the door. Well, I want to mm-hmm. I want to piggyback yep. off what you're saying right now too and take that to so it give you even more kudos. So if if I were to compare myself, uh, who probably has more corrective exercise knowledge, me or Sal, I would say Sal by far. And ironically, I carry the certification. I carry the corrective exercise specialist certification that he does not carry, but I would attribute to him being, I would come to him probably to have a problem. If I had a problem with something that I couldn't figure out, I'd probably ask Sal, but yet I hold a higher education in that in that field than he does, mm-hmm. which just goes to show you how important that is mm-hmm. uh, to to use that with, you know, learn from your, your peers that are around you. Uh, also, and also, yeah. No, go ahead. No, go, Jay. Oh, I was going to say, and also like, placing yourself into into environments that challenge you even more so like as a as an individual trainer um you know i was in a i was fortunate to work with a lot of smart people but then again doing it on my own it's like you become your own sort of person and you have to like run through your own programming and how you do things your way and all that and then i got to a point where i want to learn more and so i just kept surrounding myself i go to to different gyms where I knew the quality was like, you know, superior. And, uh, and the experience not only matched mine, it, it, it exceeded mine. So to where I'm working on like every other business thing under the sun, uh, some trainers, all they do is go to these conventions and they, they learn about the, you know, latest techniques as far as, uh, you know, what's out there and, and, and the best way to do correctional uh, work, the best way to, for performance and uh, to, to train athletes and, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, these are the types of people I want to be around because I know that uh, just watching them and how they interact and, and how they program uh, for their clients, like I'm going to pick up on that. Well, there's a huge value in as a personal trainer, one of the most valuable things you can you can have, aside from other stuff we've talked about, like being likable and being one of the most valuable things you can have is is this right here. If a client is injured, whether on their own or whether with you or whatever, if they're likely to call you to help them with their injury, you you have given them a tremendous amount of value versus calling you and saying, Hey, I can't work out today. I pulled my back. I can't come in and work out. Yeah. There's a big difference because my clients will call me mm-hmm. during the week. Yeah, ask you what they should do. off the, On their off days. Sal, can I come in? My knee really hurts. Yeah. I, I trip down the stairs, whatever. Versus I have other trainers that have worked for me where, why aren't you training so-and-so? Why haven't they been in here? Oh, they've hurt their shoulder. They can't work out. That is huge because if you train someone long enough, they're going to have some kind of nagging issue. And if you don't know how to fix that, you're going to lose a client. They'll stop mm-hmm. that momentum and lose that client. Absolutely. Yep. Something that, uh, God, this is such a good question. We almost didn't take this question. Oh, I know. I'm glad we did take this question because I, I knew this would happen. As soon as we started talking, it would spark all this shit. So You did know this. Yeah, Lisa or whatever. He's great, a wizard sometimes, Justin. Great, great question. Yeah. Um, and uh, Something that I, I did too, and I'm, and I'm sure these guys maybe can attest to this. Um I, I am extremely competitive with myself. So I'm always, I really, really want to be better me, better me every day. And although I didn't have to try probably as hard as Justin did for the small talk, I still did try and sharpen my skills. And what I mean by that is I took a lot of pride in being a chameleon is to be able to have, I can have somebody who is uh, come in one hour and they're atheist and followed by a preacher the next hour, followed by a um, stockbroker, followed by an athlete, followed by a teenager. And I would be able to completely change my conversation with mm-hmm. each one of them. And sometimes that took a little bit of research. Sometimes it came natural. Obviously, talking to a young athlete or something like that, oh, yeah, easy. I don't have to do no homework for that. That's just natural conversation for me. But maybe when I was 23 years old, I didn't know dick about stocks. 
So, you know, maybe I would go and do a little bit of homework and stuff like that. And then I'd have good questions asked. One of the things you, one of the things you'll learn really fast. Oh, you learn from your clients. Yes. You learn and people love to talk about themselves. So I, I actually spent ironically talk, asking a lot of questions during my down minutes behind resting here. There, Think about it. It's like free education into a subject that, and you're learning from someone who does it exactly yep. while you're training. And like I said, people like to talk about themselves and share with. Oh, them. and they like to help you know other people too. What's, the, what, especially what's successful type, people. What's the type of client you guys find the hardest to connect to? The hardest to connect. Yeah, to? like what's the kind of like the, explain the kind of person that comes in? There, you're like, oh, this could be a tough. Just one. the negative Nancys. Yeah, the ones that come in already like, you know. The, the cloud surrounding them, like the Charlie Brown syndrome. Is that like to call I, it? I, I agree too, even though that's, Just, I told you, I mean, I told yeah. you, I shared the story of my client I had for eight years that was like that, that I still took that client on as a challenge is like, I'm going <laughs> to make this person happy, you know, or I'll make, I'll find a way to make this. Yeah. The, so th- those, oh, are, trust me, I had a lot of those. Yeah. I think, yeah. And, and for me, I, I guess uh, it was like a, you you hated it, but you liked it at the same time, right? That's the challenging. That's, exactly. Yeah. I, hey, I'm I feel, gonna change this person. I feel the three of us embrace a challenging situation like that and don't run from it. We go like, okay, all right. You're yeah. not gonna be as dude, you 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 and all the sales guys used to give me the most challenging people ever. Well, you remember that? I was I be- <laughs> before, Come on. before you and I when I was a trainer, <laughs> before I was a manager and stuff, dude, this that was that was me. And I the way I look at that, that's always uh, a sign of respect from your your boss or your leader because he sees you or she sees you as somebody who can handle all that. Right. All, all the, that was, all the no, that's how I took it. But it was always like, oh, that was dude. me. I was me. I was. I always wanted to just give you like the evil eye from the corner. Like, all, oh. all the really hot, like uh, genetically you, you, gifted yeah. chicks went to someone else. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Justin got the. You, you know. gave me the one that's yeah. uh, what what what's rubber? Another word for rubber. Rubber, another word for rubber. Yeah, latex. latex. Oh, the latex intolerant lady. That oh. We had balloons for clothes out, and she's like, "Oh my god, how could you? How dare you have these here?" I'm like, Adam, thank you. Bro. Oh my god, thank you for giving me. I had no idea you were gonna go really there. I had no idea. Another word for rubber. I'm like, oh. I, I was, I was like, oh boy, we can set up right. We're gonna set up right now. I love to throw you guys off. The, That's the latex intolerant. I just. Lady. I just think that uh, she was like appalled. Yeah. What a bitch. And I calmed her down. I sold her training that same day. You, rub, you rubbed a balloon. Booyah! <laughs> rubbed a balloon on her face. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> yeah, broke out in hives and cut a check. Like a condom at her chops. I know that. Uh, I know that she asked <laughs> stuff that helped us. No. That was not uh, not regarding to sales. But I really feel like um, all this stuff we're talking about ultimately leads to you selling this person on more training and continue on. And I know that, and, and I know like the, the trainers that want to avoid sales and not talk about sales want to be like, well, if you're just a really good trainer and you give your clients great results, then you'll just, uh, you'll, you'll sell lots of training. Well, that's a crock of shit. Whoever's telling you that. So, you know, ultimately I was always thinking desired outcome. And I, I was already, um, and I know I'm going to try and stay away from the sales as much as I can, but I mean that I'm in my mind when you, when you buy five sessions or ten sessions whatever it is and it's session one or two I'm already thinking about sessions fifteen twenty and thirty and how I'm going to set that up right. and if you're really good a lot of that small talk are little subtle seeds yeah leading up to that yep about where your program is going what you're going to be from doing from the very first session from very yeah. first drawing it out well yeah. the thing is people who trainers who say oh I just got to be a really good trainer and then it'll all work out look. It's uh, that of course you better be a good trainer. That's yeah. like if you're not a good trainer, it's your bone structure. If you're not a good trainer and you really care about people, you don't want to help them. Then get the fuck out of the industry. That's you have to have that in order to be successful. That yeah. you have to have that. But then on top of that, like what Adam and, and Justin are saying, you have to have those communication skills to be able to explain how indispensable you know what you do is. Yeah. yeah. And and it, look, after a few years, yeah, then you don't have to sell shit anymore. You know, I have clients who've been here for a long time. I don't need to explain to them you know, how indispensable the exercise has been for them with the nutrition. They know. Yeah. Um, and that's why they keep coming. It's not something I have to, it, it becomes a, Hey, aren't my sessions coming up next week? I'll be like, yeah, they yeah. are. You could just come in and go, okay, boom. And it's done. Mm. So, but in the beginning, yeah, yeah you get the first 10 sessions. You're still going to have to sell them on why and, and they, I, they need to be with you for a few months. And I only bring it up even though, cause I know she specifically asked other thing, but sales and she probably doesn't want to hear that because I had trainers who worked for me that were so anti the sales, like almost like they took it on as a, a mission for them to prove that they could become this great trainer without that piece. 
Right. And I'll tell you right now, they were never great. They were good mm-hmm. trainers. They, and, and I'm talking about guys that had their had their masters in kinesiology. It was always those good. guys. It was always those yeah, guys it, because they had so much education. They, they, That's and they, just ego. They, they, exactly, it was ego getting away. It was their. The, they were so intelligent, so smart, and they had all the answers to help somebody out. But then they had they had their communication skills, like Sal was saying, were so poor because they felt that they didn't need to worry about sales. And all these trainers that were great in sales, oh, they they're not really good trainers. They're just good at gift to gab, or there's just that like, sorry. If you don't accept that that that's a majority of the business and a, a, a big part of your success as becoming a personal trainer is learning to sell yourself or communicate however the fuck you want to look at it, end of the day, that right there will take you 10 times further than, you know, 20 certifications. Like I was just saying with Sal, I mean, I would come to Sal for help in something that I have a certification that he doesn't even have. So perfect example of that. All right, let's go to the next question. This is from Tess underscore Christy. Uh, what would our, okay, so, so you shortened the question here, Doug, but basically the question was what kind of job would we, could we get pulled to away from being an entrepreneur? Like what would they have to offer us? What would it have to be in? What kind of field, you know, what would it have to be where we could work for someone else? Mm. You know, what would, what would, um, pull us to work for someone else? Yeah. If we were to work in corporate America, you know, and we had to, what would it entail? What would that job look like? Yeah. What would that job look like? Mm -hmm. And what would it entail in order to, to convince us to do that? (laughs) <laughs> well, corporate I'll just say the first right out the gates I mean sorry it'd be a shitload of money yeah. <laughs> be, well, yeah. It'd be because every day when I go home and I'm like, this fucking job sucks. But damn, my paycheck was big as fuck this Friday. <laughs> so I just gets. It would have to be first of all, I'd have to be paid very handsomely um, to justify uh, putting up with somebody else's bullshit. Um, and then I, I would have to. I would have to be in some sort of a leadership role where I get to develop people under me. I, my favorite part of working for uh, a big company in a leadership role uh, was, was developing other, was developing other minds. I love watch. I still, I mean, I I don't get paid for this. And um, you know, some of our listeners are, are probably old trainers of mine that I hired a long time ago. And I still, even as crazy as my schedule is find time to still mentor uh, trainers from years ago. Cause I just, I love, I, I have a passion for that. I have a passion for, uh, because I felt like, uh, I didn't get a lot of it. I didn't have a lot of mentors for me and I kind of found my way. And I I feel like if I had a person like me who kind of helped me and showed me the way and so with that, I would have developed even faster and it would have been even better at what I did. So whenever I meet those that are hungry like that, um, you know, I love, I love pouring myself into them. So that, and I I joke about the money thing, but uh, in reality, that, that would be the number one. You, I would have to be in a position where I'm, I'm in a position to where I where have. Where you could build something. Yeah, I could. I could yeah. build and mentor uh, people. And, and, and it would, I'm competitive. So I do like uh, jobs that are uh, highly sales motivated where um, I'm competing against not only myself and my own numbers that I produce, but others in the company. Um, yeah, and that's just the competitive side of me. So and to somewhere where there is opportunity for growth, even though I don't see any of us ever doing that. But I, that's, <laughs> if we were to, uh, that's kind of my my non-negotiables. I'm, I mean, almost almost identical for me. Same thing. I mean, there, it would obviously would have yeah. to pay well, um, but um, I'd have to be in a position again, like just like what you said, Adam, where I, I could train and develop people um, and build something. And I'll add one more thing. Uh, it would, you know. I'd have to feel like it was for a cause that I believed in. So if it was something, you know, that I firmly believed in and I wanted to get behind, then I could I could I would justify working for an organization that was already big with a lot of, you know, power already. Um where I could jump into versus doing it on my own where I'd have to build that up in order to make that happen. So, you know, like in the future, I mean, one of my dreams is to have a nonprofit or work for a large nonprofit or, or you know, use some of my abilities to, to, you know, to do certain things that, you know, that I believe in. So, you know, that would be part of it, but definitely, um, be able to train, develop people under me and motivate and inspire. Cause that's what I, I truly enjoy doing that. So, but, but I don't really have anything else to add to that. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, for me too, it's still very similar to you guys. Uh, I just, I think, I think it would take a lot to, to bring me back to the corporate side of things. Just the mentality of it is not there anymore. And um, it, the, I was trying to think of the only way that it might be appealing besides, you know, a nice, handsome paycheck 
um, would have to be something that challenged me mentally that was totally different than fitness and things that I've been a part of, but sounded really freaking fun. You know, like something that I could see not feeling like a job where I'm like, oh, dude, this is awesome and I'm getting paid for this. Like, you know, I know jobs like that exist. I don't, I can't really say what it is, but it would definitely have to be something that uh, utilize a different part of my brain and personality and, and challenge that part of me. So you're saying something like a shreds athlete or something like that? I mean, exactly like that. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Let's, let's be, let's so be. So I could uh, take pics and model, you know, this, this, whatever the fake ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> let's let, you know what? Let's be clear though. Let's be clear right now. I can speak for myself. I, I'm pretty sure you guys do the same thing right now. I could go get a job. And make more money than I'm making now, working for someone else oh, right yeah. away. Well, for sure, um, for sure. Actually, I I, uh, I probably try. So I, all, people try to recruit me once or twice a year, and they're they're offering me high paying jobs. Yeah. And so part of the reason why I mean we talk about getting paid, you know, getting paid is also, but that's not that big of a part of it because I could do that right now. Um, I just can't, you know. I think when you're you're an entrepreneur. There's just something about you that you just... It's also our... You're just a little it's crazy. It's more rewarding creating something for me. It's also and having our, it be my own, you it's, know? It's also our age, too. Yeah. We're in our 30s now. Um, all, all of us have been at a point where we've made um, a good amount of money, where we've been able to do the things we want to do or pay for the things that we want to pay for and realize that there's more to it. That's yeah. it. I mean, like there's... Well, you see the ceiling too, right? From the, the corporate side. Like we've, yeah. we've all been in the corporate side. Like we un we understand the the progression of how things yes. work and like how far you can the get. The politics. No, that's a great... Uh, when I, I'll when lead I, you here. Oh, no, I'm going to take it back. When yeah. I finally decided to leave that situation was when I... Exactly. That's a perfect example, Justin, is when I realized that it I in order for me to make the kind of money I want to make right now... I need to be three positions higher than I am. And in this entire company, I've never seen somebody move up the three of those positions within five to seven years in their, in their career time. So that I'm, I was thinking to myself, here I am coming up on my 10 year. And that means I got, I need, I got another five years plus to even think I'm going to get to that position. And really that position isn't that much money. It's just a, the amount of money I want to be making right now. So that's what made me leave. And I left and I made triple that money <laughs> working for yeah. myself instead of that. So to me, that's, uh, and then once you kind of get that, I feel like once I reached that point and kind of looked around and, and realized that like, you know, even having that kind of financial freedom, like mm, there was there I, there, I wasn't happy doing what I was doing and I wanted to do something else. And I missed, I missed, doing this, what we're doing right now. And I, I, can't, I have to say that uh, I'm probably the tightest financially and, and broker than I've been um, in fucking 10 years actually right now. But I'm doing something that I believe in, that I truly love and I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, I mean, we talk about this all the time that I don't want to do anything but get on here and, and record. Not because I'm that narcissistic, because I am extremely narcissistic and I like to listen to myself, but more so because... <laughs> I believe that we don't we, even worry about it. <laughs> I believe we are a part of, or we're creating a movement that um, is unique. It's original. It's needed in the fitness industry. And it's very exciting watching it grow as rapidly as it's grown already. And it's just a confirmation of what we're doing is, is right, man. That's, mm -hmm. that's, and to me, that's more, that's more rewarding and valuable to me than mm -hmm. a, a paycheck that we all could go walk out and get a lot more money for. So, um, you know, that being said, and talking about how broke I am, uh, if you guys go to www. <laughs> <laughs> and donate to uh, the Adam Schaefer you know fund. What? I'm almost broke from donating. <laughs> so, like, I gotta help my boy out today. So, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm in the same position. So mine's at www.justinneedsshit.com. What's the next question? Uh, so the next one is from uh, Mofo Lolo. Is we, that what it is? we picked this one. We actually did this one. <laughs> Mofololo. This shouldn't be a very Mofololo. long one. Come on, this is a good. This is a good question. Mofololo. Of course it is for you, because Mister. I feel like there's guy. a song in there somewhere. No. So the question is, what hey, is our Mofololo? The question is, what is your animal spirit and why? 
I love this. Are we gonna be funny? This is so random. I don't. Okay, so we really see ourselves. So I don't really know much about spirit animals. I don't either. That's what's gonna make this hilarious. The truth is that there's a whole like kind of thing behind this where certain animals represent certain characteristics and stuff. I think we need to we name don't know each that. other. Yeah. yeah, we don't know that. Name each other's animals. So we're going to name make, we're gonna make shit up. <laughs> if we name each other's animals, then I already know Sal's going to give me some <laughs> dick-ass answer. So we're Sal's, not Sal's like a porpoise. I'm naming myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's just like oozing out of you. A porpoise? Yeah. That's the smartest, smartest fish in the sea. Oh, uh, it's, ah. it's the one that always like, I don't know. Well, what, hippies okay, love who had, who has just, the first? Who hippies has, love you. You guys so, like my blowhole. You're a porpoise. You wanted this, Sal. You better have an animal I love ready your to go here. What's your animal? For me? Yes. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I can tell you my favorite animal in the world is. Oh, what's that? That is, that's not the question. Bro, in aardvark? <laughs> that is not the question. Okay, okay, okay. You got to pick us. Okay, let's do this since we don't know much about spirit animals. I'm, I, I'm thinking right now with my wheels are spinning. I'm trying to think of an animal that encompasses traits about myself that I find in the animal. That's what I'm thinking. Bon- bonobo monkey. Okay, so, so tell me, I'm very interested. That's, in for, that's for you. Bro. Oh, that's for, fuck off, bro. See, that's why you can't. You're not. You are not picking my. I have a way cooler idea for myself than that. <laughs> What is your bonobo? What is your animal? bonobo? <laughs> yeah, those things are freaks. <laughs> That's why I said that. Yeah, they, they bang everything. Boom, boom, throw, oh, throw my semen on you. What? <laughs> oh, hey, 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 come on. What is it? You wanted this question. This is a what kids is network. Come on. Uh, let's see. For myself, um, a bear. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> a big blundering bear. Yeah, because come on, what what okay. does it embody? Uh, because um. Let's see. I think when I think of a bear, I think of a bear as being uh, courageous, uh, consistent, um, uh, mm. loved, can be loved and respected, but can also be feared. Um, has claws, but looks cuddly. Wow! But okay. you did put some. They're claws. also cannibals. Do they? Oh yeah. Mm. They yeah. eat other bears. Yeah, they eat other cubs and stuff. And I didn't know. They're assholes. Oh. Well, Sal has that side. Why'd you fuck that up, dude? Yeah. You just fucked I'm up sorry. My what's sorry, your? I gotta keep it real. Justin, what's yours? <laughs> yeah, dude. Hmm. I know my... anything I say now, I'm gonna get like science. <laughs> Discovery <laughs> Channel is gonna come after me. <laughs> Discovery um, Channel is gonna go after me. <laughs> you're like a rhino. You're yeah. a rhino. I'm a rhino. Yeah, you have a rhino. Uh, rhino, albino I, rhino. Yeah, if I would, I would say a rhino. It's a it's a complimentary hmm. animal. I'm not like saying you fuckers. Dude. I think Give they have like, like a, a bamboo. Pe- they got a, bamboo. they have like a, a peanut sized brain though. Oh, they, they don't. They uh, don't. It's gotta have like a tiny brain. There's not too many animals that have a human like brain, bro. So um, no matter what, we're we're taking a we're downgrading. Like a chimp. We're yeah. downgrading. Oh for no! Them. What is it? The the whale? The uh, uh, <laughs> you're a whale? Yeah, dude. <laughs> narwhale. I'm totally a whale. You're, you're a narwhale. I don't know why. I don't think we're doing so good. Uh, no, I'm not a whale. Come on. I was going to say honey badger just because I don't give a shit. Uh, okay, so here, I just I just looked this up. The meaning of the bear. Let's see if let's see if I was accurate. Oh, okay. This is good. We'll uh, do that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's do everything. Why don't you list them off? Like, we seriously have no reference No, no, no. no. Let's, let's all do one, and then we'll look them up. No, no, no. no I'll look it up, because if I list them off, there's like a trillion of them. Yeah, don't listen. Okay, the bear has several meanings that will inspire those who have this animal as their totem or spirit animal. The primary meaning of the bear spirit animal is strength and confidence. Oh, okay. Standing against adversity, taking action and leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spirit of the bear indicates it's time for healing or using healing abilities to help self or others. Uh, bear medicine emphasizes the importance of solitude, quiet time, and rest. Eh, that's not so much. Uh, the spirit of the bear provides strong and grounding forces. So there, bitch. Okay, so Ooh. look at mine. I think I think what I you? think I'm a hawk. Do, do I stick with whale? You want, okay? <laughs> pick, pick one. I'll look it up. Yeah. What are you uh, gonna be? I, I feel like I'm a bird. What, yeah, of. but pick a bird, dude. Because like a million yeah, birds out there. Yeah. I'm a bald eagle. You're okay. Eagle. Because I'm fucking America. Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> You're a spread eagle. <laughs> Let's look up the spread eagle. Okay, so the eagle power, of course you pick eagle because eagles are fucking awesome, right? Yeah, they are. Uh, eagle medicine, let's see here. Swiftness, strength, courage, wisdom, mm. keen sight, yes. illumination of spirit. I know this. Ooh. Healing, creation, knowledge of magic. 
Mm-hmm. I'm very much so. You're I, not very magical. The gathering. I'm very good at that. When game. the lights go out, you're pretty magical. Ability to see hidden spiritual truths. Not really. That's not really you <laughs> at all. Yeah, dude. I'm the only one here who sees ghosts. <laughs> Hello. Uh, connection to spirit guides and teachers. No, you make fun of those kind of people. <laughs> yeah, I do. Great power and balance. That's true. Dignity with grace. I like this one a lot. Intuitive and creative spirit. Respect for the boundaries of the regions. Grace achieved through knowledge and hard work. Cool. Ah, you, you are an eagle. See? How did that work out? Right. You know what, though? I could have read You're any fucking totally animal. You're totally a bear, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I could have read, read any It's just like a horoscope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think my spirit animal is a cougar. Uh, <laughs> this guy. I do. I'm a cougar, bro. Hold on, let me look. I feel very cougarish. I'm not going to Google cougar because I know something else will come up. I know. (laughs) So let's see what the cougar spirit animal totem. Let's see here. Cougar. Let's wait for this to upload. Uh, let's see. What's up with this fucking Wi-Fi, Doug? I thought we got the no, no, no. It's up. It's up. <laughs> okay, if you're if that's your it's animal, lagging. then you are most. At least, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you right now because you'd be like, yeah, I told you, yeah, yeah. You're most likely a natural leader. Mm. Oh, oh, just right out the gates, bro. Oh, you right out the gates. You walk your talk and lead by example. Oh, mm. dude, this you just stop right there. Finish. <laughs> On to the next question. <laughs> no, no, I'm not done. You you know how to set your boundaries and are very clear when someone crosses them. Dude, when okay. you're happy and satisfied, your purr can be heard by all those around you. <laughs> what the fuck? It's, tell me this is a, my ride on my spirit wow. animal or what? You also have the ability to be seen or not seen as you are the master of camouflage. Dude, he totally is. He's Captain Mysterio all the time. Bro. Damn, we, bro. we always talk about Did that. Did I not nail that's my crazy. spirit animal or what, bro? You're the cougar wizard. It's crazy. Oh, oh, cougar. That's our new name. Your new nickname is either was it wizard cougar or cougar, cougar wizard? <laughs> Cougar wizard. cougar wizard. I'm for sure. The I want to get you a cougar hat, like head that you can wear over your head. I have to say, I'm. I have to say, I'm excited. I'm very. I thought this was a stupid question yeah. at first. Well, what's Doug? We gotta get him. But I'm actually. Oh, that's good. What Doug? What's your spirit animal? Yeah, yeah. Doug? What do you think, Doug? I called him a chimp once, but we're not. Gonna do- <laughs> Remember that when I said yeah. he's like a chimp? An aardvark. No, he's no. not a chimp. No, uh, no. Doug. Salamander. No. Salamander. No. <laughs> Doug, what's your spirit animal? A lizard. Well, let's just say one time I looked in the mirror in a compromised state, and I was looking into the eyes of an eagle. Oh, well. so you were an eagle? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to take yeah, Justin. Yeah, real original. I know, so I, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I was in a compromised state. So. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what, though? That's okay. He actually that's saw. Okay. I, he actually saw. We're, the we're eagle. like on you. Some you point. just oh, okay. you just made it I'm up. Just bullshit. He literally saw himself as an eagle. In the mirror. He's told me the story before. That's crazy. Can I yeah. just tell him, I'm getting a cougar tattoo now, just so you know. That's how much I like. I just see I like my spirit soaring. animal so much, I'm getting a cougar tattoo now. Okay, okay, hold on a second. Let's just think about this for a second. A bear, a cougar, and two eagles. You know what that sounds like? God, it sounds like a badass. It sounds like we, a we badass are, fucking yeah, cartoon, doesn't right. it? We are fucking some people up. Yeah. Bro. It sounds They're awesome. All predators. Pretty sure that, we're right? pretty sure we're running this forest. And I feel like yeah. if, if we were robots, we could all combine and form one magic yeah, huge totem robot. Yeah, yeah, I didn't say totem deer. robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Combining our powers. We I think I'm a deer. All right. <laughs> I'll do our last one here. What's mm-hmm. the last? Uh, do we want to go into those? Yeah, I think we should just do a little short touch up on this one. Right all right. Now. All right. So 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 here's like, the deal. So a we get a, we get a lot of questions on what should my macros be if I'm trying to do this or trying to do that. Here's the deal. Ketosis is what everyone keeps asking. Well, that too. Okay. But there's also macros. Oh, people okay. well, yeah. oh yeah. We're, 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 we're doubling up here? Yeah. Okay. So real quick, look, um, the reason why we don't like answering that question is because it's super individual. So I could tell you what my macros are. Adam could tell you what his are. Justin mm-hmm. could tell you what his are. They're all pretty different. Um, to lose weight, you need to be at a deficit. To gain weight, you need to eat more than normal carbs you can play with them it's very it's very individual so that's why we don't answer those questions on air it's also why we wrote it it's also why we we have a guide yeah and we don't have a prescribe good that's great great. yes because we have a guide that breaks it down and helps you figure it out for yourself because that's really how you can do that and that's and exactly and uh, you know i'm just this last week bro uh here's here's a little one for you uh, 3,200 calories to 5,400 calories was my caloric expenditure difference. I thought we said we were moving on and not talking about macros. No, anymore. I wanted I wanted to explain <laughs> that that's how that's how diverse my week is. Yeah, that I expend a difference of 2,000 <laughs> calories know, in a day. 
that <laughs> if you if you don't learn to adjust your your eating habits according to your own metabolism and your body and what you need, my macros mean nothing to somebody else. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's 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 pointless to to talk about that. The other one was ketosis, which has become like the fucking hot question. Yeah, everybody's asking us about ketosis, but but you guys made a good point when we talked about this off air. There's the clinical ketosis diet, and yes. then there's the question what athletes ask us about ketosis. A real ketosis diet, a real one that you get from a doctor and you're eating a particular mm-hmm. way because either you have epilepsy or some other condition that requires it, mm-hmm. is a high fat, yes, no carb. Zero, like every little thing. like Yeah, no, like no carb. Toothpaste. And, Sorry, it has carbs in it. Yeah. And, you can't have it. And it's even low protein. It's even relatively low protein. It's yeah. it's mostly fat. It's yeah, very fat. And that's really the only that's a true ketosis diet. Everybody else that goes low carb and raises their fat, you're going in and out of ketosis typically while you're working out. Yeah, you're and, going in and out. And it and it looks a lot more like Atkins. I mean, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, this Atkins is, isn't this that is a, true a rebrand. Ketosis diet. This is a classic rebrand. Right. Thank you, Justin. Come on, people. Yeah. It is. See through the bullshit. Like yeah. it's it's the same thing with you know, Weight Watchers and all these things, all they're doing is fluctuating your numbers as far as calories are concerned. Or, and, you know, there's really not a whole lot you can do. Mm-hmm. And, and here, and, Go ahead. And here's here's what I would tell somebody on Atkins fucking 10 years ago. The same thing I'll tell somebody on the ketosis diet now or ketosis diet now is if you feel comfortable with doing that for the rest of your fucking life, then do it. If you don't feel like having carbs hardly ever again, then fucking do it. That's your, if that's what you want to do, but just remember what you're doing, what you're setting yourself up for. You're setting yourself for your body to adapt to that, to get adapted to not getting used to having hardly any carbohydrates ever. So it's not a great idea if it's something you're trying to do just to get yourself in shape for the summer vacation or whatever, because guess what happens Mm -hmm. when you decide to switch back to eating like a normal human being? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we it's probably one of the reasons why we see a lot of people do uh, carb cycling now is because staying low carb all the time, every day, every day, um, you start to get... It's stressful. Well, you start to get catabolic too. effects. You start uh-huh. to lose performance, athletic performance. I go relatively low carb all the time, but it's when I say use the word relatively, it's because I have times when I eat more carbs and times when I eat low, lower carbs, but I don't go no carb all the time. Yeah, but you're fluctuating yeah. now. That, yeah. I think that's the difference why I have like an issue is because... You know, I'm fl- I'm going intermittently between right. You know that that mentality. I definitely I'll, I'll do high fat and and, uh, it's, and stay in that for a bit. But I'm I'm coming right back. You know, I'm, right. I'm eating carbohydrates. You know, keeping my brain, that body guessing. My brain needs to function too at its highest ability. And guess what? If you're starving yourself from carbohydrates, you're not going to be on that level. And so keto- you got to consider that ketosis is not a new word. It is not new science. No, that's one of the oldest. Uh, yeah, that's keto, one of the oldest dietetic. Yeah, yeah, it's been around forever. And it's not new. It's just a, like Justin said it perfect. It's just you know what I'm saying. If you put a pig on a dress, it's still a fucking pig. A dress. Well, <laughs> <laughs> put a dress on a pig, it's still a pig. Uh, no matter how you dress. Have you ever it up. tried to catch a greased pig? <laughs> is that what you call it now? We used to do it. We used to do it at the rodeos when we were kids. They let, they let all the little baby baby pigs out. And you know, try yeah, to catch it's, it. it's tough, man. Yeah, it's very tough to catch those little fuckers. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>